This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. It is the Danny Mac Podcast, courtesy of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Thank you for giving me some time today. And I wish you all very sincerely a happy and healthy 4th of July weekend. I will be back a couple of times next week, although the dates are not etched in stone yet. Everything is fluid. Remember when we word that used that word so very much in the early days of the pandemic? All situations must remain fluid. That kind of has been my philosophy on life since March of 2020. When the coronavirus, remember when we called it COVID-19? That was the year it was born, in case you weren't sure. Um, Yeah, everything's fluid. So a couple of them next week, but it was a a very steamy last few days in Chicagoland and everybody wondering, is it safe to go outside? Can I breathe? Can I play nine holes of golf? I actually went out yesterday and grinded out 18 holes. And uh, on the last five or six holes, there was no wind moving through the golf course. It was dead ass still. The humidity had to be 90%. And I I don't know what the temperature was, upper 80s, low 90s. It doesn't matter. When the air is so damn thick, you can cut it with a knife and you've got swamp ass going. And in my case, (laughs) protecting injuries, the hernia truss, which makes going to the bathroom, even on the golf course, a complicated affair. And that's over compression underwear very little breathability in those bad dogs. And then a support brace for the abdominal region. It's very thin, but it's felt and it's snug to keep all of the ab muscles together. So I don't fall apart literally on the golf course. Boy, was my mid region moist yesterday. Grinded out a victory. However, I'm happy to say never quit swinging the golf club. Uh, cause you always have your next shot, even though when you're hurt and you physically can't make a pass at the ball, that next hole or that next nine holes seldom are going to make the difference. But I wasn't having much discomfort yesterday, just playing like shit for the first nine holes. Now that you have an update on my golf dates and what the weather was like in Northwest Indiana on Thursday, let me take you to baseball from Thursday night, and I don't know which one I want to start with. I suppose I should go with the Cubs because I haven't done really as much on the Cubs as they've deserved this year. Now, when you waddle around the waddle, uh, wallow around the 500 mark, that's going to be the case. But they weren't expected to be a 500 team, and they're not yet. They're 37 and 42 after losing their fourth straight. Uh, the Phillies swept them yesterday, three to one, the finale in that series. Cubs hosting Cleveland for a series beginning today uh, on the north side of Chicago. But the Cubs have deserved more conversation because they have done better 
than they were expected to, while the White Sox have been a huge disappointment, one of the biggest disappointments, if not the biggest one of them in all of Major League Baseball. Here's what we have to do, Cubs fans. We need to show David Ross a copy of Moneyball. Don't bunt. Now, I, I don't agree with every ideology expressed in the Les Grobstein's cybermetrics era of baseball. I don't subscribe to all of them. I do agree bunting needs to be very, very marginalized. There are times when you do it, like when it's really cold and it's one to nothing and it's the eighth inning <laughs> late in the season. Obviously, it'd be late in the season if it's really cold and you're not, you've got a manufacture run. There are times when that runner in scoring position means so much but seldom is that the case. And it certainly isn't the case in the fifth inning yesterday. And this is a Ross habit of late. Brent Morrell, who hits third in the order, is asked to sacrifice bunt with runners on first and third and nobody out in the fifth. Now the Cubs are trailing. Kyle Schwarber had uh, let off the game with a home run. His 25th leadoff home run to start a game in his big league career. Bryce Harper added a two-run single. Uh, so the, the Phillies are getting the job done offensively midstream, and the Cubs get a chance because Schwarber misplays a fly ball, first and third, nobody out, and Ross has Morrell lay down a bunt. Hey, a very successful sacrifice bunt. They took the out at first. Remember Moneyball? Don't be a hero. Get the out. They are giving you an out. When they give you a gift, you take it. Say thank you. And why are you hitting a guy? You're hitting him third, and you have so little confidence with him. Even if he hits into the double play, you're going to score a run. What the hell is wrong with you? He's your third hitter. Brett Morrell has not continued. No one could have expected. Remember when he had eight home runs in 10 games or something like that? early in the baseball season. He's got 13 home runs in just 141 at-bats. He's not Manny Machado. He's not a lot of guys. He's not Juan Soto. But he's got a 934 OPS, and he's a 24-year-old up-and-comer, and you're having him lay down a sacrifice bunt, which got you nothing. Ian Happ, the next batter, lines out. That's worth nothing with runners on second and third. Now there's two outs. And then uh, and then you had Dansby Swanson look at strike three to conclude the inning. To add insult to injury, former Cubs closer, air quotes, Craig Kimbrell closed out, Kimbrell closed out the ball game. Phillies over the Cubs three to one. Why are you bunting in the fifth inning of a game with the third hitter in your lineup? What's the matter with you? Rossi, I can't throw darts at a guy for having a terrible bullpen as so many Cubs fans have wanted to this year. I won't bash a guy for uh, get rid of the manager. The bullpen sucks, so is he. He's going to be bad, too. And their bullpen actually was okay yesterday. Um, Kyle Hendricks went seven strong, gave up six hits, gave up all three of the Phillies' runs. They were all earned. He didn't walk anybody. He struck out four. I kind of poked a little bit of fun 
at Hendricks Nation. Kyle Hendricks is a good pitcher. He's never been more than a three. And when he was returning this year, you might recall two months or so ago, six weeks or so ago, people asking, well, where does he rank in all time? He's all-time great number three starters. That's what he was. Seven starts this year. His whip is under a, a, a single digit. His whip is .96 through seven starts. He's averaging almost six innings pitched a game. He's thrown 41 in two-thirds innings and seven starts with an earned run average of 2.81. So terrific contributions here at the end of the career, likely. Uh, certainly in Chicago, probably very soon for Kyle Hendricks. Cubs have lost four in a row. Hey, they're still in the thick of things, though, because they reside in the National League Central. They're five games behind the Reds. They have fallen behind Pittsburgh in the standings and into fourth place since we last got together. All right, let's do some White Sox. Luis Roberts stole a couple of bases yesterday. I guess if he's not homering, he has to do something to get his uh, – he got hit by a pitch, too. Uh, I think that might have been intentional. The uh, White Sox beat the Angels 9-7, to but the Angels were much more fun to watch because they hit a bunch of home runs and slapped around Lance Lynn. Five earned runs in six innings pitch. Shohei Otani – also homered yesterday, Cubs, uh, Angels just knocking him all over the yard. But the White Sox uh, did explode for six runs in the third inning to key that victory. Uh, Kendall Graveman was really bad out of the bullpen, too. He's the dude who gave up the homer to Otani. Mike Trout robbed Andrew Vaughn of a home run. Just a fabulous Mike Trout defensive highlight. Went up and pulled it back. Nice job by Troutsky. Uh, he should do that. He's paid very, very handsomely. The White Sox are 11 games below the 500 mark. Not much more to say about them, really, as they slosh through this season, Vandy. Sox in Oakland this weekend. How are the athletics doing? Not so hot. The worst team in modern baseball history, potentially, is 21-62. and 62. Their run differential is minus 240. The White Sox have a chance to get very, very healthy this weekend. I think I may break out my athletics number nine jersey, the Reggie Jackson jersey for uh, for the weekend. I'm not going to break it out. It's been packed in a box somewhere. I have no idea where it is. I'm just flapping gums here. I'm Dan McNeil, and you're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you've not done so already. You can do it anywhere you get your podcast, and tell a friend. The Macker isn't done sharing his deep sports thoughts with you. You can find me twice a week. Typically on Monday late mornings we drop, and then again later in the week on Thursday. I'm Dan McNeil, and I am not finished saying things about stuff. Hey, there was some hockey excitement this week, wasn't there? Connor Bedard is a Blackhawk. He and Oliver Moore look like my pool boys. They're just babies. They're such babies. Connor Bedard is going to be 18 years old in the middle of next month. He'll wear number 98 for the Blackhawks. I can't say I've watched the NHL draft prior to Wednesday night in my life. And I can't say I'm excited to watch another one ever. And now if the Hawks were to wind up with the number one pick again, 
and there's a prospect as overbloviated, if I'm using the word correctly, I don't think I am. I, you know, a talk show host who just can't stop slobbering and reporters, fans over a prospect, maybe then I'd watch it. The way they did with Bedard, the North Vancouver native who tallied 143 points for the Regina Pats. He's coming to Chicago. He says all the right things uh, to play for a great franchise. To uh, And he remembers. He's so old, he remembers those championship teams. It's impossible for him to remember the first, or unlikely he would remember the first. He was just turning five when the Hawks beat the Flyers. He's born in 05, man. He's just turning five when the Hawks beat the Flyers in six games in 2010. Uh, another exciting pick, uh, not nearly the hype, but boy, did the analyst, and I stuck around to wait until the Hawks picked at 19. I was curious to see if they were going to package, if Kyle Davidson would move a bunch of those second round picks to slide up and get a higher pick in the first round. He pretty much sat on his hand and then just drafted the players where he had picks. But at 19, I wanted to see what they did, and they got Oliver Moore, who will wear sweater number 23 for the Hawks. When they get him, he is scheduled to be at the University of Minnesota. There are three centers for transsexual surgery. Uh, the University of Minnesota is one of them. If you've ever seen Silence of the Lambs, you might recognize where I was going. Um, Johns Hopkins, right? Columbia Medical Center and uh, the University of Minnesota. Uh, Oliver Moore, that's where he's going. Not there, not for that reason, but to, to matriculate and to play hockey for the Golden Gophers. It's very, very big there. No idea as to what their plans are, um, and I don't know if they even know if they expect him to make a contribution to the big club as early as this season. Probably not. It's a tall order, unless you're Connor Bedard. Boy, the NHL's draft uh as far as a, a television event goes not so hot uh it looked more like a high school event nothing wrong with those who organize in high school uh organize and host high school awards banquets or anything of that variety clinics when the entire when the hawks had about 10 people come up on stage for the first pick in the draft, and Kyle Davidson, the GM, announces the pick. I'm thinking, boy, chalk this one up to the NFL. No surprise. The NFL doesn't miss on much when it comes to marketing, and certainly they have the draft down to a science. They're very, very good at, uh, at the draft. The NHL has a long way to go. In its live broadcast from Smashville and starting it with a salute to the outgoing GM of the Predators. Who gives a shit outside of Nashville, man? You got people all over North America. You want to do that because they're hosting the draft? Fine. Do it 10 picks in. Give us something entertaining, man. You're, you're a garage league still. You're a hockey. A lot of people didn't even know where to find your games Final series, the cup final. Is it on TNT? Is it on ESPN? Is it on channel 215, 215 slash one NHL network extra channel? Uh, 
it's 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 terrible. And Gary Bettman is no Roger Goodell when it comes to handling the microphone. Although I did not miss the awkward hugs. <laughs> As he pauses for a sip of water. Hey, um, I have some really good news on a personal level. For those of you who are uh, or were fans of the Mac Yurko and Harry show, and back in February and March, I talked about this on the podcast a little bit. Uh, Harry Tynowitz, my former showmate, has been looking for a liver transplant, looking for a liver, a donor, for some time. He finally got his liver transplant this past weekend, and he is recovering Still going to be hospitalized for the next three weeks. But since Harry went on Twitter just the other day to post pictures of those who have visited him in the hospital, and I will be among those early next week, uh, I just wanted to pass along. For those of you who did extend your well wishes and prayers, I can't thank you enough. Uh, He still has a long battle ahead. He needs to get stronger, and he has heart complications. And for a man who will be turning 63 in October, has a, has a lot of obstacles ahead. But this this was the biggest one. This was getting bumped way up on a list because of urgency. His liver was in non-function, non-functional state. And um, I'm so happy that uh, we got news over the weekend He got his liver and uh, he's recovering nicely. And we talked Tuesday night for a little bit and uh, very excited about going to see him. But again, thank you for to all of you who sent your well wishes or sent one upstairs, as they say, and asked for um, for prayers for Harry. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, everybody. Please be safe. You don't need me to remind you that if you stand over fireworks, you're going to lose an eye, but I just did it anyway. And if you've had too much to drink, please don't get behind the wheel of an automobile and don't let friends or loved ones do that. Get them an Uber or insist they stay and take away their keys, even if they get mad at you. Be safe. God bless America. Thank you, Adam Delavitt, for giving me these chances on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Sam Michael is my producer. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll hit you twice again next week, just not sure when. That's the way the Macker rolls. I am Dan McNeil. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.